Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight to dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome, everybody, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance with me, and I actually have a bed this time. I'm not I'm not sitting on the floor, so we get that. I was about um, to say, you look a little bit taller this time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's I an air mattress. Much more comfortable. <laughs> Fortunately, it's not an air mattress. It's a foam mattress. It's comfortable as fuck, man. I may sleep in here, actually. But um, this is the guest room for when we have people come out for... Like, for when you guys come out for Universal Horror Nights, Brian. Yeah, looking forward to it. I I have not been to Florida. It's probably been 22 years since I last time I was in Florida. Um, are you allowed here? I mean, there's no, you know, warrants or anything, are there? I wasn't. I wouldn't say on here. <laughs> Beautiful all state, right. sunny and rainy all at the same time. Oh, it's gorgeous, man. And there's so much natural wildlife here, which is beautiful. Great great state parks. Um, Look out for the alligators. Look out for the gators. Uh, oh, shit, I forgot to announce my esteemed co-host, uh, Brian and Philip. What's going on, guys? Oh, dealing with this weather. We're in the oh, midst of wow. another... Not as big as last time, but small snow. Okay, and uh, you're in. You're filming one of the Ice Age movies up there, huh? Yes, I am in the new season of True Detective, which is, takes place in Alaska, but not filmed in Alaska. You, you know how they do in these TV oh, shows. Oh come and on! Movies. Let me let me guess, like uh, Eastern Eastern Europe or something, or Russia. Yeah, my daughter looked it up. I think some somewhere. Overseas. Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> Siberia. <laughs> That's right. It's not that far away. <laughs> oh, man. I was tough they don't run into uh, Zelensky while they're out there, like, <laughs> top, you know, with his shirt off, you know, with his arm raised up in the front of a tank or something, right? I don't think anybody's going to Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I imagine guys. that you're, like, walking around on a glacier all the time. I would think so. Brian, is it glacier or glacier? Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> well, Brian, what's your cool of the week, man? Oh, what did I watch? Um, I I know. I think Phil. I think you talked about it a while ago. I checked out that Adam Sandler movie on Netflix, Hustle, the basketball movie. Oh yeah, great movie. Yeah, great. I fucking loved it. I thought it yeah. was a great story. Um, I can't pronounce the the guy that played the lead character, the basketball player he finds in Spain. I thought good, he did though. he did good job for not being an actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like legit. He I, I thought he was like a is he an NBA player? Yes. Okay, he is. I was gonna. I was like I thought he was a pro player, man. He's he yeah. was killing it. <laughs> yeah, great story, great acting. Um, 
say what you want about uh, most of Adam Sandler's movies in the past few years, but when he really wants to do something serious and he he's a fucking great actor. Dude, fuck that. Even his silly movies are great. Yeah, yeah. they are what they are. Well, Hubie Halloween, not so great. Well, um, okay, I but I can understand both sides of that one. It was still a lot okay. of fun. It was just really stupid. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so 100% recommend that. Um, checked out, uh, of course, me and my daughter watched the, the season finale of Squid Game, The Challenge. Who who won? Oh no, you can't say, right? I won't say, but I think okay. me and Phil picked the same one to win because <laughs> nice. uh, that person okay, out of, that person out of anybody just continued to play the game correctly. Yeah, yeah, nice. that was that was that was that was my favorite from the last few episodes, at least. Yeah, since uh, you know, half the people that were in the last few episodes didn't even get introduced until the last few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of weird, huh? The way they did that. Uh, finished uh, Reacher season one. I think season two starts uh, this week, so definitely excited about Damn. that. Great show. Okay. It is a good show. And I was just up late the other night and just was on Netflix and just threw on something. And I found this documentary called Wrestlers. Wrestlers. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. I feel like if you're a wrestling fan, you have to watch this. And if you're mm-hmm. a not so much a wrestling fan. I think you should watch this because it kind of gives you a look into the the life of a in, indie wrestler and an independent company. Because the company okay. used to be like a developmental company for WWE, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. And besides WWE and AEW, they're the only wrestling company that goes live that does live TV weekly. Okay. Oh. And it's kind of you getting into these lives of these wrestlers, you know, a lot of them, this is their life. Some of them, you know, have aspirations on making it to, you know, WWE and the, the, the company's hemorrhaging money and gets kind of partners bought into it. And one of the partners is a fucking real big asshole. And I'm really surprised nobody beat his ass during the, it's a it's a docuseries it's not a dramatization ah that that's so. what i was wondering if it was like just a single movie or a series it sound like it yeah. was a series yeah it's a the guy that, that bought into it he's one of the guys that bought into it he's a, a radio host sports radio host you know a re- casual okay. wrestling fan and bought into it and saw how much money they were losing and immediately tried to tell wrestlers how to handle wrestling business and <laughs> didn't work too well <laughs> yeah so great show i ended up it's seven episodes i ended up binging it in like two days nice a lot of familiar 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 faces uh the wrestling company's called ovw like john cena batista or brock lesnar a lot of those guys got their start there like back in uh-huh. the day some big names man yeah so it's just interesting to see it's it's a good journey through the story because like i said they're losing tens of thousands of dollars a month and they're still trying to keep the doors open trying to figure out how to pay the wrestlers and you know it was it was a good story and i think some of the wrestlers at the end they said actually got signed to bigger companies so Okay, yeah, that's, I was wondering, like, was it a d- distinctive end or was it kind of, like, open-ended? Uh, it didn't say if the company stayed open or not. It just kind of 
this wrestler, she just happened to say, I, I got, uh, I just got offered a contract from such and such and other wrestlers. You kind of know if you, if you watch wrestling, you kind of know they have it or at least something to work on to get them to the next level. And then some of them are just kind of like uh, that movie, the wrestler, like working behind a deli counter. Yeah. A, l- a lot of them, because there was one guy, he got signed to a developmental deal, and before he mm-hmm. even debuted in WWE, he got released. And he went through a lot of, like, depression and stuff, because he was, like, a, a big star in India and moved to the United States. Mm-hmm. And just kind of got cut without even giving, really getting a chance to even do anything. It's got to be tough, man. Oh, yeah, man, so. he should have rebranded himself as, like, Dalton. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's a great show. I already already hit Nez up, asked if he's seen it. And he said no, and I was like, you need to get on this. And I, I honestly, oh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like if you're not a wrestling fan, I think you'll just get involved in the 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 people in the in the story. Kind of learn a lot huh, if you if you check it out. Then yeah, and they they teach you like wrestling terms because of course you know the the Netflix documentary crew is kind of like they'll say something and they'll be like you know what does that mean and they'll break it down. Right. So, what do you show. mean, Mark? <laughs> oh, we all know what Mark. All right, are. cool. So, so that's, that's, that's got to be your. My, yeah, that's my cool. Yeah, that's the that's the winner. Okay, that's that's I, I we don't even need to ask Philip what his cool of the week is, do we? Uh yeah, I actually did think of a thing that I watched, but first Bro, we'll go okay. cow- first we'll first go let's Cowboys. start with Dak, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, not so much Dak as the defense. Defense, I'm telling okay. you that Cowboys defense, if they bring their A game, nobody's stopping them. Yes, absolutely. As long as the offense plays half-ass decent, and Dude, uh, they fucking destroyed the Eagles. And I was listening to Dak in an interview this morning, and he said he. We should have we should have scored fifty points. <laughs> Hell yeah, they should have. That's what I'm saying. They still screwed up, but they kept uh-huh. they kept the momentum, and they they kept killing it. And the defense showed up, and that is the difference. So I this we'll see how it goes. I hate I hate to get so hyped up on them because you know uh, they disappoint me before. every year. <laughs> well, at least they ain't the, they ain't the Saints, man. <laughs> hey, they still got a shot too. <laughs> that sure. division sucks. Yeah, no kidding. They're all. I think all four teams are tied or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, except the Panthers. Oh like yeah, they have one, one win. win. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian, who's your team again? The Texans, right? No, I tried. I tried okay. for a season. Hey, they're having know, a they're dude. having a good season though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they may make the playoffs. This was years ago when I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, to, I guess I, by default, I guess if I if I went, you know, you always you always end up being who like your father's team were, and he he's from Baltimore, so I ah, guess I could be a Ravens okay. fan, but they're killing it this year. All right, I don't know. I, I haven't really paid attention enough to football to really. I haven't really been paying enough enough to, attention to basketball. Mm-hmm. So I see the Rockets. Aren't horrible. I think if the playoffs started now, I think we would get that last playoff seat, uh, spot. But Play- playoffs are a long way away, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I, Houston had a lot of opportunities to win it, and they didn't do it. So, there's yeah, a, true. 
There's a lot of guys on the Rockets. So I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also, um, I just thought of it while while you guys were talking. Uh, I watched um, School Spirits. School on, Spirits? Never on, even heard of it. On Netflix. I think it's actually uh, like a Paramount Plus okay. or something. Yeah. But uh, it's got the, the chick from um, Cobra Kai in it, the blonde girl. Okay. And uh, she's like the main character, and she died. And so she is oh. like in the afterlife. She's a ghost with okay. these other ghosts that inhabit these this school because they all died on school grounds, so they're stuck there forever. I and get it. Their yeah. goal is to cross over. But, you know, they can yes. see all the regular people. And so uh, so do they use the line coach? I don't think we survived that crash. <laughs> no, but there was there there is a whole um, like band section that I guess uh-huh. was coming back from a championship. At oh, some no. Point, and they had uh-huh. a bus crash Ouch. and they cannot accept being dead. And so all they do right. all the time is practice. So they're out there in their little band uniforms, just circling around, right. playing their instruments, doing a marching band thing. And there's like 10 of them. <laughs> so it has has some comedy elements to it then. Oh, yeah, for sure. OK. Um, And I, that that the girl from uh, Cobra Kai is still a little one note. I don't know if she can like run okay. a whole show, but uh, oh, this, this one right is a lot here. better. Peyton Who is List. it, Brian? Peyton oh, List. Peyton List. OK. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the, okay, the I show's know. not better than Cobra Kai, but I'm saying she's uh-huh. better in this than she is in Cobra Kai. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. is that just because she's she's kind of a kind of a heavy in Cobra Kai, or is that? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Actress. I don't know. She seems whiny in Cobra Kai, and she's okay. she's just she's oddly just, shaped head. Yeah, she does. She's just very one note. She's got an oddly shaped, shaped in everything. I mean, she's 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 a pretty girl, but she is. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's but got like a weird. stewy head. <laughs> but uh, maybe a, maybe a good little actress coming up, man. Uh, okay. I, I I like her in this. They've got some uh, pretty good characters, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. I started watching it, and it and it caught my attention, and uh, kept it. It's only eight episodes. They're coming out with season two okay. um, pretty soon, I think. Um, that's really my only gripe about it, is that season one ended on kind of a cliffhanger. That's you sort of found out right? what you wanted to know, but they didn't answer all the questions. So did you say Paramount Plus or Netflix? So I think the season two is coming out on Paramount Plus. I think that's what it was. Okay. okay. But Netflix just got it. Ah, so we can see it on Netflix right yes. now. And yes. I don't know how long ago they got it, but I remember seeing previews for it. Yeah, it's probably part of that thing we've been talking about in the past where all these streaming yeah, or, streaming originals are yes. just popping up on other... Yeah. Because I guess all the, the DC movies are on uh, net, Netflix now. Oh, really? <laughs> so if you got Max... Instead of Max. <laughs> yeah, so if you got Max to watch the DC movies... You You're fucked. Used. We're doing a really good job of selling but, all their shit to everybody else. Yeah, I was going to say, but you do get the Travel <laughs> Channel, which has no travel shows now, but just like fake ghost shows and shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was excited when I was excited when they merged with the, was it Discovery Plus? Yeah. yeah. You, would get, you get, you know, Cooking all those network and Travel Channel, Food Network. Naked but, and Afraid. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic and, show. But Lance is right. I, they just got, it just seems like they got an abundance of ghost hunting shows and they all <laughs> seem like the same thing, but with a different title. Pretty bad stuff, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put those both eat. Well, all right. Cowboys has got to be my cool of the week because oh, they're, they're, oh, they're at the top of the heat cool finally. Although, yeah. if if Philly wins out, which they probably will, they'll still win the division. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything can happen, man, right? Yeah. We'll see. All right. So, I've got... I'm, I'm going to start with a not-so-cool of the week. Um, Brian, are you doing your 12 days of Christmas as you promised? I... Or can I count the movies we reviewed? Sure. <laughs> then I, I have... I count I have, one. I have six then, because besides yeah. the movies we reviewed, uh, we watched. I was saying some lines from Home Alone, and then my daughter was like, didn't remember any of that stuff I was saying, so we rewatched Home Alone. Yeah, yeah I watched that one the okay. other day. And then uh, <laughs> Max has this thing where you click on their holiday movie collection, and there's like little box for the gift boxes and you click on one and i guess that's like the movie you holiday movie you watch that day yeah. <laughs> like a like an advent calendar huh yeah and the first Oy. one uh, was, uh hallmark fred claus <laughs> uh, hey that's a good them. one that's actually fred a good one. Vince Vaughn. Good one. okay yeah. yeah that was and funny ludicrous for some reason as an elf <laughs> why not <laughs> is tyrese an elf with him too no, they didn't go to space. In this oh, one. man. All right. No. <laughs> so, look, I'm, you know I'm doing the 31 days like I do every year. But un- unfortunately, great, great this man. year. Yeah, well, dude, unfortunately this year, man, there's there are so many fucking Christmas movies. Because Hallmark might have started the trend, but, you know, then, you know, the Oprah's network followed pretty close behind that. And then. What's the other one? Um, not Hallmark, not Own, but the third one that's like Lifetime. A, Lifetime, yeah. Then Lifetime. Okay, now you've got the same that exact formulate. Well, look, dudes, you, you've got the same exact formulate movies with literally the same exact plot. And it, and now they're, okay, so now you've got Tubi Christmas movies. You've got Freebie Christmas movies. You've got Paramount Plus Christmas movies. You've got Hulu Christmas movies. It's all the same exact fucking plot. You can see everything coming from day one. But I have made I've made a revelation. And this is not, you know, this isn't as stunning a revelation as when um, Sean over at the Geeks determined that Star Wars was the greatest franchise ever. Um, (laughs) It's a different type of revelation than that. It's quite simply every single one of these movies is basically a porno. But without any hardcore sex. Yeah. <laughs> same type of acting, same wooden delivery. Same, I, you know, somewhat good looking, but not quite. And I feel like <laughs> they have a like a group of actresses and actors, like maybe like five to ten in each group, and they just cycle them yes. through every movie. Well, we've already seen one actor show up in three of the movies we've watched. So, yeah, basically you've got the same exact type, you know, of people that would be in pornos. They're, like, kind of good-looking, but just not talented and not quite. the plumbing. 
Yeah, not quite good looking enough to be a model. So, hey, let's settle for either being a stripper or a porn star, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've cracked the code, guys. It's literally – so that's why I'm so frustrated watching these movies because I keep expecting something to happen that doesn't, and I'm really fucking disappointed. So, did you, did you watch any Bruce Campbell Hallmark movies yet? Um, no, but that now that I know they exist, send me a couple of links, Brian, so I can okay. like insidiously sneak those into our thirty-one days. I know for sure he; these are like legit Christmas Hallmark movies. And okay. I, I think he's done like two or three. Well, look, we love we all love Bruce, but I don't care to see him naked. Um, but if some of the, the females in some of these Christmas movies choose to get naked and do hardcore sex, I'll watch. Well, who's going to get him some sugar? <laughs> I imagine that's, <laughs> that's definitely going to happen in a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool of the week, Brian. They've only done four episodes in the new... Uh, I'm wondering, is this going to... No, I think I know what's going to happen next. Okay, so I'm watching the new season of Chucky, and I okay. love the flashback episode that explains how he ended up in the White House. Like, you know, what the what uh, what the logic was for Chucky ended up ending up in the White House, and it was great. And uh, you know, obviously, you got to have Devin Sawa playing the president, right? Because what's a Chucky season without Devin Sawa? You got your you know regulars back, and you got a lot of you know cameos and people show up. Um, Keenan Thompson. Did you have you seen him all, Brian? Not yet. Ah, Keenan Thompson shows up as a cab driver, and everybody who shows up, they're literally just cannon fodder. They're there to get taken out by Chucky. So this show does everything right, and I'm thinking, where can they possibly go from here? So he's infiltrated the highest office in the free world. Well, next season, Brian has to be Chucky in space. Am I right? <laughs> um, Chuck in the hood. Ah, they haven't done that yet, have they? Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities. I think Space, maybe maybe season, what are we on, season three now? Yeah, this is season three. So I see we don't want to overstay as well. Okay. Season five, All right. Space. Go out on a high note, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's going to murder some aliens. <laughs> yes. Cool. cool of the week, Chucky. Brian, do we have any headlines? We got a few. Uh, first, I don't know why this is news today. I thought it was already a done deal. But Lauren Levera, she was the star of Terrifier 2. Yes. The, the final yes. girl. She mm-hmm. is confirmed to be in Terrifier 3. And we've known this for about a year now. So Yes, I don't know why this is top <laughs> okay. news today. All but right. Just to confirm. Yes. Uh, speaking of Max. Speaking of Max. Um, uh-huh. They signed an exclusive streaming deal with uh, A24, so their movies will what? go straight to from movie theaters to Max from now on. Ooh, that's huge. Okay. And I believe, I think they said the first one that is coming to Max is that new Nicolas Cage movie, Dream Scenario. Oh, I thought about going to see that. I mean, so Nick Cage. That's, yeah, I, I heard a lot of people said it's good. It looks good. Yeah. And he's got another interesting hairstyle in that movie. <laughs> it's got the, the Mr. Burns thing going on. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is an interesting dude, man. I'll watch him in just about anything he's in. 
Uh, let's see. Saw 11 uh, release date confirmed September 27, 2024. But wasn't the last one 11? Oh, but Spiral t- doesn't count. Yeah. No, Spiral okay, was it? 9. No, oh. Spiral doesn't count. I thought it did. Okay. Well, look, we already have proven it, Frightmare. We don't know. We don't. There's a shitload, anyway. (laughs) When it comes to Saw franchise, we don't know anything. Uh Uh, Let me scroll down here. I think there was something big. Uh, Sony, I think, is going to make their their little sub label screen gems. Okay. uh, Specifically horror related. So. And they're bas- basically they're going to push Scream Gems to be like a big horror movie studio. Oh, competing with Bloomhouse. Yeah. Shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Although when you guys come uh, for like September, October for Universal, uh, rumor has it there's going to be a Five Nights at Freddy haunt. Yes, yeah, I heard that. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, that's pretty, that pretty has- creepy, huh? I think that has become the most profitable movie for Blumhouse. Of all time? Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) It is crazy, man. Especially considering it was streaming concurrently. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Excuse me if you guys hear people in the background. I have family over. Okay, well. (laughs) My, my My dog's trying to attack every one of them. Oh, good, good dog. Good dog. Chase him out. <laughs> How old is he now? He is, he'll be one in February. Yeah, so he's still a big old puppy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, guys. All right. Just those few things. On yeah. that note, uh, Philip, you ready to go down to the trailer park? Let's go. All right. Brian Especially is going to. Sounds good. Brian, Brian's going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. What's our first new trailer, Brian? Our first and only trailer will be the new series. Sorry, my mind went blank for a second. Oh, it's uh, a series. Okay. Yeah, coming to Prime Video, and okay. that's Fallout based on the hit video game series. Uh, the, just from watching the trailer, the couple of people I recognized off top was uh, Walton Goggins and uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, oh, you can't go wrong with, with Walton Goggins, that's for sure. Yeah. I've never played the video game series. I want to. My, my goal is to, yeah. to at least play one of the games before the series comes out. But I thought the series looked pretty fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, got, I got the gist of the series. Uh, groups of people kind of locked themselves in these vaults. Yeah. During a what like nuclear explosion or something? Yeah. Okay. Like it's a nuclear fallout in the fifties. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Cold War, but it actually happened. Yeah. Ah, I didn't even realize it took place in the fifties. Okay. Well, it and doesn't then, because they've been locked in a vault for decades. Yeah. <laughs> so you got? Are these you serious? Diff- yeah, yeah. You got then, these different groups of people that are locked in these vaults, and then you got, from what I understand, you got groups of people that didn't make it to the vaults and they're kind of mutated mutated the the vaults (laughs) finally open they exit and Uh they find out that there were survivors that were like that didn't have the vault access or whatever and they just continued on society some of them are mutants some of them are zombies 
That it's is crazy. a great idea. Yeah. Great idea for a video game and a TV show. I'll, I think I'll be some of the watching ins- every episode. Some of the insects are abnormally <laughs> sized insects, like super large cockroaches. And yeah. Oh wow. And you got to watch out for the water to get the, and make sure you don't get radiation poisoning from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's like that old board game or that old game uh, Gamma World. You guys ever heard of that? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Yeah, it was set up like Dungeons and Dragons. Right? It was a uh, another game by Gary Gygax. So it was okay. kind of like you know that Car Wars and all those different. But uh, Gamma World, it was basically you play it like D and D, but you're in yeah like a post-apocalyptic, post-Fallout world. So like you know you can open a can of beans and eat it and die because <laughs> it's contaminated. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Oregon Trail, but like a a, a oh. tabletop game. I mean, yeah, except it, Oregon Trail, you get dysen, dysentery. Yeah. Dysentery, yeah. <laughs> it definitely looks cool for a movie. I'm sorry, are we done with the synopsis and all that junk? Yeah, it's a series. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it definitely looks cool for a series, but, like, uh, I enjoyed playing Skyrim more than I enjoyed playing Fallout, and they're from yeah. the same people. Okay. Okay. That might be kind of a cooler thing, but harder to accomplish in a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one actually looks cooler as a series than something like a Skyrim. But uh, I like it, man. I'm excited about it. It looks it looks pretty awesome. What you think, Lance? Yeah, it looks like it has some comedy moments in there too. Oh so. yeah, for sure. Not not sure how many episodes it's going to go, but. Um... You know, as long as I keep it to like, you know, 10 or less and don't yeah. try to do a Walking Dead thing or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, and I loved in the trailer. Seasons. I loved in the trailer. They said from the studio, from the producers of The Boys and in the same company that brought you two day shipping. Yeah. So so we know what to expect. There's probably yeah. going to be some raunchy, raunchy stuff going on, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. So it uh, looks like uh, the series will premiere April 12th. Yeah. Prime's got some good stuff coming up, man. If they, if, if Flanagan ever really does make that Dark Tower series, that's going to be some good shit to watch on Prime, man. So I'm, I'm all well, in. I guess his next uh, thing is going to be a movie based off of Stephen King adaptation. And it's uh, Life of Chuck. Yeah, starring Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be good, man. That's a pretty good book, man. It's a uh, it's a short one. It it was it was it was one of those that came in a a series of four novellas. So I think it's one of those that kind of goes in reverse. Like it starts off with him on his death deathbed and then goes backwards in time. So it could be some interesting stuff in Flanagan's hands. I think. Do they have any casting for the Dark Tower? No. Okay. I don't think they've even got it confirmed. Do they, Brian? And no. It's just. It's just one of those things they heard he's coming to Amazon and the people were like, yeah. you know, and Amazon was going to make a Dark Tower series, but they kind of shelved oh, it. So okay. they were like, well, you shelved it, but now you got Mike Flanagan over. Why don't yeah. you just give it to him? Wow. So. Hell yeah. Let's keep Matthew McConaughey out of it, please. <laughs> I like yeah. Matthew McConaughey. I think not in that role, role, though. Not in that role. Well, he, he yeah, not. He, he just... Everybody it's, sucked in that movie. It wasn't just he, him. True, it wasn't sinister enough. Uh, he just felt like, oh, I yeah. just wanted to hang out with him. I know. <laughs> well, and then he would, like, touch people on the forehead and kill them. 
You know, the hey. the the man in black would never do that, man. He would be like he'd play with his food before he eats it, you know. Yeah. I thought I thought Idris was good as as the gunslinger. He had some cool moves. He was That's not, what I was not like, really. man. I I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, I, but I've read I all the I think he could go with the same not. cast and pull off something really amazing. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 ready to try a new cast. Yeah. Well, if it's Mike Flanagan, we already know the yeah. cast. Oh, oh yeah, that's he's, true. He's the same <laughs> yeah. Well, see, uh, I can see. So they have a major character in the Dark Tower books, Brian, called Blaine the Train, which is like uh-huh. a, a choo-choo train that they ride that like talks to them. So it's got like an automated voice that says, you know, if you if you get out here, you'll be in the wastelands. Do not get out at this point. I would think that Mark Hamill would be like perfect, like to voice the train. So yeah, I'm, does, I'm already got the do, casting going on in my mind for sure. Does do good voices. Mm-hmm. And I could see the and the train's insane. It's a cra- It's a mad. It's literally a mad living train. So like almost uh, shades of the Joker, you know. So yeah, he'd be perfect for that. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll anyway, <laughs> we'll start thinking it through. All right, that was our only trailer this week. All right, on to some listener feedback. Uh, this week we shine the podcast spotlight on Santa Mira After Dark. Uh, when the citizens of Santa Mira are called into their homes because of curfew, Jeremy and Stephen uh, gather to discuss their favorite movies, video games, and TV series. Hmm, okay. Santa Mira After Dark. Sounds interesting. Check it out. Uh, Regarding Bede and Steve versus Camp Crystal, uh, Camp Crystal Lake, uh, Zim Vader says it's an excellent listen. No stone left unturned from my own thoughts. Uh, Fantastic job. Uh, Well, of course, you know, Nez Nez will be listening to that one. Yeah, if they're going to be dissecting Friday the 13th, they'll dissect it pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot to cover. Uh, regarding await further instructions, uh, fans of the dead said really liked this one. Well, we'll see if we share the same opinion. Uh, Marcus Will Turner says, despite being busier and more exhausted than ever, I was actually able to squeeze in my seventh appearance on, uh, Bede versus the living dead. Uh, when you get a chance take a gander as incredible host, Bede your mind and yours truly dive into the fourth and fifth entries of return of the living dead franchise. Uh, make sure to listen, comment, and subscribe. Uh, Marcy says, uh, it's such a blast to listen to you two discuss movies. Uh, so far, great episode. Uh, Tim Davis says, so, much love to of, you guys. Lots of movies to cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, Tim. Love, love to you too, man. Yeah. Um, regarding the hole in the ground, Ariel Wellman says this this one director uh, this one director stood out. Good movie. Okay. Uh, I think that's the uh, Lee Cronin. I think that's uh, the one who did the e- Evil Dead Rise, the the last Evil yep. Dead. Oh, that that's, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I think you're right. Uh, and that's it for listener feedback this week. Um, of course, uh, our Logos and artwork come from Steve Carlton from The Geeks and Natsulani. Um, help us out by becoming a Patreon patron. Let you pick the movies for uh, for a future show any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. 
On to featured attractions. This week we look at the sci-fi side of Christmas and await further with await further instruction and host. Hosts? Yeah. <laughs> Hosts. There was some confusion on this one, but I think okay, we I hope all I rocks think we the right, right one. There was, sorry, that was, that was my fault, and Uh-oh. it probably it probably didn't help that these two the the one you guys originally thought I was talking about came out within months of this one in the oh, same no. year. Philip, did you watch the wrong one? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. All right. <laughs> Let's say 2020. I was like, oh, that's the right one. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, <laughs> we'll get to that. But we'll start with. Uh, well, you can review that one then. I was wondering. <laughs> this doesn't seem to have anything to do with Christmas. <laughs> I see no decorations. Nothing. <laughs> When's the Christmas going to come in? Uh, all right. Well, we'll start with await further instructions. Damn, because that was a really good one. I was, I was, I enjoyed it. Can we not do this? I want to meet them. Come on. Nick, it's so good to see you. Full house this year. Well, maybe this year we can have a proper family Christmas like we used to. This country used to be great till all them Johnny Ahmeds and Bobby Bongo Bongo started coming in. Mr. Milgram. That's not fair. You come in here with your two hey, I'm warning you, don't shout at my girlfriend. Here's what we do. We'll get up really early before they do, and we'll just go home. Um, a family's uh, Christmas takes a strange turn when they awake to find themselves trapped inside and begin receiving mysterious instructions through the television. Uh, director is Johnny Kevorkian. <laughs> That's his okay. name. Also I, known for The Disappeared. Any, and any relationship? Murdering people. As you'd say, any relationship <laughs> to the doctor? Yeah. Dr. Death. Um, writer is Gavin Williams, also known for Chromophobia and an episode Dang. of Bite Size Halloween. <laughs> Never heard of either one. I know. I Chrom- think the, Chromophobia. I think the Bite Size Halloween, I think that's, uh, they do it every year on Hulu, if I'm okay, not mistaken. I think okay. they, they show okay. like short horror films. Um, Brian, start- Brian, Brian, you're all into that. You, you do some, uh, some short movie reviews on uh, Mac, uh, Skater Nez Network from time to time. Yep, uh, that'll that'll all come back. Uh, Amityville review. Oh no! <laughs> Everything's coming back. Twenty twenty four. I've just been super busy. How can there possibly be more of them? <laughs> oh, there are. There's never. Yeah, it never. Them. It never stops. <laughs> Uh, the surname of the family Milgram, uh, refers to the Milgram test of obedience to authority, a theme dominant throughout the film. It is also revealed that the family resides on Stanford Street, a reference to the Stanford prison experiment. Great movie, by the way, if you haven't seen that. Um, which studied similar themes of perceived power and authority. Okay, now it makes sense. See, I could not... I, I knew there was something going on here that was deeper than what I could 
get. But oh, <laughs> that, sure. that explains a lot. Okay. <laughs> All right. Await further instructions. Lance, you want to start us off? I mean, I, I can. <laughs> just... First of all, I know you didn't see the other hosts' movie, but these were were these like almost the same exact movie, Brian? Or because these were not just sci-fi horror; these were sci-fi UK family side of a house weird shit happens movies. Like these were like almost too close, eerily similar, Brian. Yeah, but I, I well, we'll get to the second one. I think that has some other symbolisms and meanings to it okay that one i kind of at least got the symbolism this one again i think this movie might have been just a little bit too deep for me um i'm just not smart enough maybe but it it got very lynchian very david lynchian at the end and you guys thought we had some stop motion in the movie a couple of weeks ago boy did they pull out all the stop motion in this one but let me not get ahead of my let me not get ahead of myself so okay so when this, this this movie started, I was like, okay, this is kind of an interesting premise, you know, because you've got the old school, you know, British family and the, the, the patriarch, as it were. And, you know, you, you've, you've got people that are all playing their part. And then the family comes together and the one, you know, brings in someone that's obviously of either, in, you know, Indian or Pakistani descent. Um, she happens to be a doctor and much more intelligent than any of the other family members. Um, Definitely Indian. Yeah. So of course they, (laughs) of course they feel threatened um, from the get go. And then you've got all the, the family dynamics that you've got at Christmas, you know, you've got like, um, and, and was that Walter Frey from Game of Thrones? Is that who that was? I knew Game of Thrones, uh, (laughs) the Harry Potter movies. uh, Yes. Yes. He just plays he an pops asshole up. in everything that he does. I think I he guess pops he up does. in the Edgar Wright movies. He does from time to time. You're right, man. Like World's End and all that. Like the grumpy old. Grumpy oh, the old guy, guy. That, that he only drank from the, the, the little silly straw thing. <laughs> <laughs> that he, did, he didn't want no one stealing his DNA. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that actually, he was pretty smart to do that, as it turns out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So it had a, it had everything in place, and I I do have to admit that I was intrigued. Um, I thought it was at least interesting seeing what was going on as it you know proceeded to get like weirder and weirder and like you know further out and further out. I'm not sure why. I don't know. I, I, I somebody's gonna have to explain some things in this movie to me uh, definitely. Um, I, I think I know what Phillips theories are going to be on it. I don't know if I'm convinced that's what it was, but I'm leaning toward that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that being said, I can see now that you talked about the Stanford experiments and all that. You know, I, I can see where the ideas came for this. And I, I thought it was a decent idea. I just to me, everything just kind of know fell what apart my theories are yet. yet. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 a weird movie. I'd I'd, I'd kind of like to pass it pass it along to somebody and and hear some more theories before I before I go too deep into how I feel about this movie. Okay, this one this one will be fun to talk about. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Um, I think I actually ended up liking this more than Lance did. It kind of sounds like um, I'll start with the family. I thought they all did a great job acting because I hated almost every single <laughs> one of them. No shit. Right? Except, uh, 
the guy and his girlfriend they were pretty cool yeah well the the guy and the girlfriend exclude them the yeah. the, the family right. that lived in the home everyone from I, well the mother seemed like she was in a one of those relationships where she was yeah sure but at some I mean, point she, you got to be like listen it's your sister it's kind of okay to punch her in the face yeah, <laughs> but I thought they did a great job of portraying this kind of shitty family, mm-hmm. and you, I thought, I thought it was a good portrayal of this because I, I immediately got the relationship between the son and the father. Okay, sure, sure. And, and then you get the relationship between the father and the grandfather. He is just kind of went fucking generation to generation of how the the treatment was. What I what was they, the what was the grandfather calling the founder squishy or something like that? Every a He called squelcher. him a squelcher. <laughs> Which I'm not entirely sure what that means as far as like British terminology, it. because typically a squelcher yeah. would be like somebody. I mean, the way that I think of it uh-huh. would be like somebody that doesn't pay you back or something. Like a moocher. A yeah. Bit. Well, isn't that a welcher? Right. A welcher. I guess so. That's right. That's yeah. true, too. I don't know. Matt can't. <laughs> We need your help. Because, I mean, it was good enough. It, I mean, it not good enough. It was bad enough for him to kind of basically celebrate his father's death. The grandfather <laughs> died. He was, just... was high fiving everybody when the old Because I thought he was. I thought he was upset that his father died, but then all uh-huh. he was like, he called me Squelcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, show you, Squelcher. <laughs> I kind of felt like this had extraterrestrial vibes to it aliens coming down that's what i guess our tv and internet and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff to control us because you know you could say that we're we're slave to technology and stuff like that yeah I, I can see that in there or ai ai there you go Ah, okay. Why why were the needles used that they sent down the chute and said everybody? I think that was an shot. experiment just to see how far they would go. Yeah, I totally. Okay. I think just like ah, just, oh, okay. that sounds Send, familiar. Sending random, so <laughs> sending random things like uh, everybody needs to take bleach and wash themselves off. Yeah. Oh, okay. By the way. I think- one of the persons in in the house is infected. We're not going to tell you one. You figure it out. Yeah. All right. Just kind of. I, I think. I think sit I just back figured. And watch the, what happens. I think I just figured this movie out, guys. I think. I think that everything here is being masterminded by Russ McCamey. I think these fam- I think this family has all ended up in McCamey Manor, and they forgot to sign the seventy-eight page release. <laughs> oh, the the haunt guy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, I'm not doing it. I'll fight every single one of them. I, this actually, I think, sounds like a really cool experiment, although highly immoral. Are um, you going to try it? Well, God, no. But like, it, uh, I'm <laughs> sure it's not the worst thing that our government has done, for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, they I, it, it, straight you know, up gave people LSD without telling them. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, Phil, true. I actually felt that way, that this was an experiment until yeah. you get until uh-huh. they get out the house or you get that shot outside the house. Yeah. Okay. Then that's when I was like, this is with the alien thing going on. Yeah. The yeah. tendrils, the black tendrils. And but I originally thought this was like a government experiment <sighs> on this house. Yeah. Right. Me yeah. too. 
but and, oh. and and I think that unfortunately, although it, I, I mean, I guess it makes a good movie. I think people act kind of unnaturally in this movie. I don't think that that's the yeah, way yeah. that normal that normal people would behave in that in that situation. Yeah, yeah, kind of far fetched, right? It is a good um, tell of hey, let's introduce some chaos mm-hmm. and. Watch everybody fucking fight over each other. And then they're not so worried about the people at the top, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, this this movie was 2018, right? So it came out before COVID? Oh, no, this was like... This was way before that. I think this was was like 2008 or something. Uh, 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah. Well, had had it come out right after COVID, I might I might think they were kind of making a play on, you know, let's see if we get these people to wear these masks, you know. Yeah. Like the same type of thing, but uh I don't know. Maybe that's a stretch. You don't need <laughs> masks. You need four of them. <laughs> but I thought uh I thought some of the effects looked kind of cool. I actually uh-huh. I didn't mind some of the stop motion stuff. It kind of added a little bit of creepiness. Especially, I thought I was watching Eraserhead for a minute, man. Yeah, it went, a, it went a little bonkers at the end. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. I I, I kind of dug it for that. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a weird, strange movie that kind of makes you think, you know. Right. Like I said, I'm, I'm yeah. sure we all kind of came up with different scenarios and what was going on. And I, I kind of like those kind of movies, so not not a bad watch. Well, and that's that's kind of where I am with it. I I think it was uh it was it was fun and like thought inducing, even though the effects maybe were not awesome. But I even mm-hmm. like kind of what they had to say at the end, where at the at the yeah. end of the day, it was uh it was more the media controlling you and yeah, telling you what okay. to do. I did right. it because yeah. the TV told me to. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, I I, I kind of like that aspect. It had I I think I think it had a lot to say. It was very thinly veiled, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Right. And even though it got kind of bonkers at the end, um, I think they needed that. They had to, they had to they had, had to, to go, go out with a bang. Otherwise, right. it would have just been some artsy independent movie that nobody would ever watch. Yeah. If it if it didn't get crazy, it would have just been a group of people yelling at each other for, for an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. And especially with un, how unnatural, because like, let's say they lock you and your family in a house and try to get them to do, is your dad going to fucking torture you? He did in this one. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I mean, that's maybe it's not such a, a stretch. Well, right? I, that's why I he trusted up, everything. That's why yeah. I brought up, uh, how the family were earlier because I think sure. it was kind of foreshadowing how they were going to be later. You take these shitty ass people mm-hmm. and throw them in a chaotic situation and everybody's going to start fending for themselves. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but they're family. There's not like they're fucking strangers. Yeah. Well, he had no problem kicking the shit out of his dad's ass so i, I don't i don't <laughs> i know their family but it kind of seems like relationship I, his, his, yeah his dad kind of had it coming though <laughs> i the wish sister, he just slapped around his sister a little bit the squelch yeah, that she's pregnant I mean, <laughs> sister i mean she was bitchy but she wasn't 
the now, worst. Was, I would say the worst was, was the grandfather and the father. Oh yeah. And it was probably more the sister's boyfriend, which honestly kind of wasn't even his fault. He was just doing whatever she told him to do. Oh, Scott. But like, sure. dude, <laughs> if me and my sister got into it and her fucking boyfriend got up in my face, that'd be the uh-huh. end of that shit right he, there. <laughs> he would have he gone over the stairwell, not her, huh? His boyfriend, her boyfriend with the, with the missing fingers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not scared right. of you, Scott. Like, even if he was bigger than me, I'm like, dude, why don't you mind your own fucking business? <laughs> right. They, they tried to portray him like he was a tough guy. He had, to, like, the little cutoff sure. shirt or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or, the yeah. little wife beater shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of that dude from uh, True Blood, like the brother. Oh, yeah, okay. I respect him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like his kind of turnaround in the movie. He just kind of yeah. started seeing how things were, and this is not mm-hmm. right. We need, to, we need to work together. And the dad was just completely... Whatever the television does. A dumb jock trying to survive, man. Like, hey, he was just following orders the whole time, which is what most everybody was doing except the dude and his girlfriend. But yeah, I I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was it was was a thought provoking movie, which is always fun instead of just dumb explosions on a green screen. Fair enough. (laughs) What what was what was with the uh, black smoke, guys? Was that like uh? Like gas. part of the tendril, yeah. But I mean, what do you think there was more to it than that? Like it was, you know, like I the tendrils mean, changed into the gas and stuff like I that. I mean, if it it's into if, it, it. if it's extraterrestrial alien shit, then you know, which we, is yeah. we we, I we think don't what know. It was seemed to be seemed yeah. to be because I mean, some extraterrestrial parasite. They just happened to take over electronics. Okay. Maybe it was an extraterrestrial yeah. AI parasite. Yeah, Although why I mean, humans, but if it's, if it's if it's something that's here that's mastered interstellar space travel, then I'm mm-hmm. sure their their weapons and technology will be highly advanced. So I mean, it could have the tendrils could have changed into gas and changed back into tendrils. You know, we we, we don't know what their technology. Yeah, because the tendrils like say this to the aliens and... that are here already. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> Well, and I mean, there's definitely some, like, the dad pulls out a fucking hatchet at one point. Right. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? And how come you haven't been trying to get out? The whole time. <laughs> oh, the, the, the son brought the hatchet. Remember, he tried to hack his way through the the blockade at the door. Oh, did he? Okay. okay. And then a for big, some reason, the mom was, she was kind of wacky because he's sitting there right. ha- whacking at it with a hatchet and she's just mm-hmm. like stop you'll wake the neighbors <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that she was <clears throat> she was the let's calm everybody down so nobody gets upset mom you know yeah and then and then she's <laughs> and then she started singing christmas carols while they oh, that, that's when i figured she, she was she was broken then yeah and then I like I, there was a lot of time that passed. I think that they didn't convey very well. Okay. Because they were like, "Oh yeah, her legs infected." I'm like, "She just like yeah, fell I down. guess sure. <laughs> How is it? It's not possibly infected well, already. Well, like like you said, <laughs> Phil, he bought into everything the TV said because he yeah, made that okay. comment. It's yeah. the government. When has the government ever treated us wrong? 
So, because <laughs> we're from the, the government and we're here to help. Because <laughs> the TV told him to throw away all your food; it's infected. Yeah, so I was like, how right. does the TV know? Right. <laughs> Piss in all your water before you drink it. <laughs> It'll add flavor. Trust us. <laughs> Lemonade. Squelcha. <laughs> Is All that right. lemonade you're drinking, Phil? That's uh, that's some whiskey, some Devil's River. Hey, hey, hey put that bottle up there. Maybe we could get it as a sponsor. Maybe. This is the first time I've had it. It's pretty good. I'm normally yeah. a maker's guy, but I like yeah. it. Yeah, maker's is some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, scores. Lance, what do you think? It's three. Three on ten. Oh man! Yeah, when that when that baby came out, I was like, okay, fuck this David Lynch bullshit. No, no. And then they look, show it some stuff on TV. I'm like, I know, that motherfucking it's so baby dumb. can't read. Honestly, it was okay when. All right, so when the tendrils grabbed the the father and like made him move around and you know move the hatch, I was kind of like, ah, this is okay. At least it's kind of creepy, but. Yeah, when they start going into all the stop motion crap and then the baby comes out, like you said, reads the TV and, you know, worships whatever they're supposed to be worshiping. I'm like, just just not my just not my cup of tea. You know, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Did, didn't love it. Didn't love it, guys. All right. Brian, what did you think? I thought that the acting was pretty good for what they were trying to portray and the effects didn't really bother me because I knew this had a lower budget than most movies. Yeah. And there was a enough here for us, like I said, to have different opinions on what we thought the movie was about. So I'm going to give it a 6.75. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I think that works. I think I'm going to bump it up to a 7. I think it was a... Uh, okay. I think it was a... Uh, it was a, a... Like I said, a thought-provoking movie. Um, Was it the most well-done thing I've ever seen? No, but it was pretty low-budget. And uh, I like that it got all bonkers at the end. I, it was, I mean, it was ridiculous and crazy. It did get but bonkers. It, 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 it at least went with the rest of the flow of the movie. Okay. So it's got some good and some bad, but overall I enjoyed it. And I never even heard of it. So. Yep. Nor I'm, had I'm, I. I'm happy well, I watched I think this I'm, one. I think I might have seen a poster for it once or something. Yeah, like the name sounded familiar, but I had definitely never watched it before. I think I would have remembered this one, which is a sign of a good movie. There's a lot of movies where I'm halfway through it and I'm like, oh, wait a well, minute. Am I watching this or not? <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Brian and I recommend it. Lance, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Now we'll move on to hosts with an S. <laughs> That's the thing that fucked me. Okay. From 2020. <laughs> they destroy everything he loves. Shut up! Tell me 
a uh, family <laughs> a family invite uh, their neighbors over for Christmas dinner with disastrous consequences. Um, writers and directors are Adam Leader and Richard Oakes, also known for Feed Me. See more? <laughs> Not really. Uh, the the I don't know what that says. The writer and director's other films, Feed Me, is a cannibal horror comedy. Okay. It says says Schroeder. Oh. (laughs) I was like, that's not a word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) Hosts. All right. Well, you know what? I'll start this one off because I watched the wrong fucking movie. And I watched Host. And everybody, that was my fault when I sent Uh the schedule out. I didn't put an S on hoax. Shame on you, Brian. Oh, no. That, well, I just looked at the last episode's notes, and it said host 2020. And I was oh, like, yeah. well, it's got to be it. <laughs> well, you were close. you know. But that was the that was the Zoom movie, right? Yeah. Yes. And I remember, Brian, you telling me it was actually pretty good, and I had never watched it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so this was a first-time watch for host for me. Cool. And uh, right. it was completely done on Zoom. Scary movie. They do a seance. Mm-hmm. There's ghosts. Everybody dies. Blah. But really well done, man. I got goosebumps mm-hmm. like nice. multiple times. And uh, I, I was surprisingly impressed with it. That's all I'll yeah. say on it. Since sign it was sign not a good the movie baby, that we man. actually watched. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> just real quick, they just did a great job. I think a lot of people had to pull their part on actually filming and doing like their own makeup effects at at certain points. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were times when they of course brought somebody in, but everybody was quarantined. So some of them had to do their own makeup at some point. So I I thought it for what they had to work with, it was a great movie. Yeah. I, I, and, and the whole zoom call thing where like, it's a little bit grainy in the background Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I I think totally works for it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought it was a lot of fun, man. I'm I'm glad I watched that one. Yeah, that were... one that one definitely caught my attention. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. this is a really good movie. He was right. Yeah, and a lot of <laughs> lot of smart usage of things like uh, the filters. Yes. Okay. Of, Absolutely. Of course, you can't see a ghost standing there, but your camera catches and puts a filter on the ghost's face. Yeah. Right. Kind of standing there. With nothing cool, there. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your rating, AI, man? Creepy. <laughs> what's your What's your rating, Philip? Uh, my rating on that one, I think I'm gonna give it an eight, dude. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a lot of fun, and I didn't really hate anything about it. It's a good so, score. Yeah. So that's for Host from 2020. All right. But the I movie that we're that. actually reviewing is Hosts, which I didn't watch. <laughs> Lance, what did you think about that one? <laughs> I did. I did watch hosts, and like I said, it, it had a lot, a lot in common with the, you know, with the first movie. Now, okay, so this one starts out a little bit differently because you've got, well, it, in the very beginning, it starts out with a, the the old man in a Santa Claus suit out in the field hunting for some reason, talking to the the guy that's, I guess, a train conductor or whatever. But yeah, the first the, the first sequence that really means anything, you've got a guy that's um, it's kind of a heartwarming little scene, right? Yeah, he's got his girlfriend, and you know they don't have you can tell they don't have a lot of money to buy presents and stuff like that, but they still Come, take care of each other. Guy coming home for Christmas. Coming home for Christmas, he's got his hat on, and she's like, 
oh, why'd you wear, why'd you wear your hat? <laughs> He's, I'm trying the British accent. We'll see what Matt and Kate say, think of it, but... Uh, He's like, well, blimey, <laughs> you wanted you want to see me with blonde hair, you did. <laughs> uh, that's actually not bad, c- considering we've heard some of your other accents. <laughs> okay. No, it was kind of, it was kind of. Is that like verbatim what he said? Because that would be fantastic. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he, he might have um, said blimey. <laughs> okay. Blimey. So when, the, when you, when you, Brian, when you see the two lights come across. In the garden, did did you kind of know what they were, knowing British I, history and was it Rudolph? <laughs> no, but I do remember in in the movie she said she she felt uh-huh. like somebody it was like two torches, somebody walking with two torches in the background. Okay, all right. I was thinking of uh, like the fairy lights. You know, they always talk oh, about okay. you know the. Ireland and UK, they have the the, the folk history of, of fairies and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah, like there be carrying torches around and whatnot. Irish thing. Yeah, true enough, man. It was um, I yeah. So this one, this one to me was just you know again kind of similar. I thought this one was a little bit more intriguing. It was definitely you know there, it was a bit more gory. Because, like, in the first movie, you know, you had the pregnant lady falling off the stairs, which, like, was an ouch moment. But in this one, you've got someone taking a hammer and just literally beating somebody to death. And, like, oh, man. And people when that, don't know what to think of it. <laughs> when that scene happens, they kind of pull you in because it's she stops sure. Christmas dinner to basically mm-hmm. tell everybody, you know, I have cancer. And they pull you one way, but then she reveals... The doctors now say I'm in remission, so you, they're bringing mm-hmm. you back up. Yeah, like everybody needs a sigh of relief, right? And then one of the guests just pulls out this hammer, and I mean, Phil just obliterates her head. Oh, man. Hits yeah, her. It's brutal, she drops dude. forward, head on it's the di- dinner table, and she just continues to smash her head. <laughs> oh, until, wow. Until there's just bush. Yep. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and terrible. But I, I, right, I, I thought that. it was a, I thought it was a great way to kind of because kind of bring you down and bring you back up and then mm-hmm. just out of nowhere just come out with something just completely crazy I thought yeah, they, it was a good moment right there you in remission yeah, now it, it was a good sequence and then, <laughs> well it wasn't her that she beat but oh. we'll, we'll get to her too so after that after that sequence right right now all of a sudden you know, you know you're in some heavy bullshit um what did what did you think about where it went from there man i do see the similarities to the original one but this one i got more of a religious vibe okay okay like yeah instead I of aliens it was demons yeah i thought it was like the fairy folk right because they run off their land by the humans and they're taking it back. Yeah, because they they, oh. they they use the TV aspect in this one, just like the original, not the original, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, wait further. Oh, wait further, yeah. yeah they, but it would be shots of uh, the camera rising from, from beneath the earth through a tunnel. So mm-hmm. that, that kind of made me think of hell. And then there was the people possessed. I'm just going to call them possessed. Right. Would have moments where the, if there was a cross or a religious painting on the floor, on the on the wall, they would kind of glance at it and just kind of look at it with disgust. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess England and Scotland definitely had some fairy folklore too. 
So that makes sense. Yeah, this this one I didn't think this movie was as over the top as the other one. Like, is in your face. It it mm-hmm. kind of like it was a little bit more sublime to me. Like, we're you. But they both have. You can have a lot of theories about what was ultimately going on in both movies. But for for my for my movie going dollar, you know, this one this one gave me a little bit more of what I kind of like, which is more subtlety. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the acting was you know kind of on par, right? Because you've got people that are complete assholes, you know, and then you got, you know, family members that that have feuds going back and stuff like that. They felt more like a family than the a little bit more natural, you think? Because they're they're the brother and sister. They're older. They're there's three kids. Sure, two of them sure. grown. And mm-hmm. just it's it's stupid, but I thought it was a great <laughs> representation of a family moment. Is they're throwing food at the dinner table at each other. He throws a pee on her, and the dad is like, "Stop peeing on your sister." <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid moment, but it's, it's, a, it's a family moment, though. It'd right. definitely be something that I would say. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that for sure. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know, man. I thought as as it did go further and further into the movie, though. Again, it it to me, if if they had maybe. Not gone as over the top on the on the light coming out of the mouths and the 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 lit eyes, Brian. I actually thought that was a good. Did you effect, like that effect? Especially okay. for from what I understand, this had a super low budget to it. Okay. So I thought the effects of when they got possessed, the mouth, mm-hmm. the light coming out of the mouth, and then not really the eyes lighting up, but just kind of having like a little flicker in the eyes. Sure, like if you shot like a cat's eyes, right? Yeah. If you shine a flashlight on it, it, you know, you see a reflection, Philip. So was it something like possessing these people? Yeah. It was definitely possessing them. Yeah, was the it two, fairies? No, it, it, it never really tells you. It just kind of, like, await further instruction. It just kind of leads okay. you to your own. A little, little bit you. open-ended, yeah. yeah. Now, there was one character, like the, the, the first one who got possessed that, that did the hammer murder. She did have a speech to the little boy. Uh, where it was basically like, um, so there's this, I want to tell you a story, and it's a story of a man that comes and takes what he wants and takes the land away from others and stuff like that. So that's why I got out of it that it was like, you know, the humans kind of taking over the world from the the fairy folk who were here before us. But, you know, I don't know. There's different ways to read it. And there's lots of, like, biblical passages that are said in it. There's a lot of, you know, praying. It's... Were they Church of England? They they weren't Catholic, I didn't think, right, Brian? I think they were like Protestant Church of England people. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> okay. I mean, I Maybe. know they used to be Catholic, and then they switched to Protestant sure. so that the king could get a divorce, which is why we yes. have a freedom of religion here. <laughs> <laughs> All about being able to get a divorce, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why. I, I, yeah. He's like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what so you like you like the effects then, Brian? Yeah, I thought the the okay. like I said, we talked about the light effects. Um mm-hmm. when there was there wasn't a lot of gore, but when there was gore, it was done great. There's right. another scene. Um oh, first of all, I have to say Samantha Loxley is the actress that played the main girl that got possessed. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a great job because when she was possessed, yeah. she just was real, just sinister and smiling, smiling and just evil. enjoying it too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get a scene later when 
the the whatever's possessing her leaves her body and mm-hmm. just completely snaps back into her true self and just has no idea what's going on and then won't spoil the, that part for you Phil but but like there's there's another kill scene which was pretty brutal it, it, it was it, I mean it was a stabby stabby scene but I mean it was just mm-hmm. like multiple stabs like super like just knife just yeah well and there's ways there's ways to do that in low Uh budget stuff where maybe the gore is off screen Mm -hmm. you know but you can still do it effectively yeah it was right there though front and center Mm -hmm. yeah it was front and center and it was done well it was all practical yeah that's good that was a good thing Um, um there was a couple side things that I just kind of was like, eh, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily cared. The the whole reveal of the one of the two people, the two people that came to this family's dinner for, or came to this family's house for Christmas dinner were the neighbors. Right. And they were they were the two possessed. Sure. Mm-hmm. The reveal that the guy was the father's illegitimate son that he always knew. Yeah, that came out of left field, didn't it? Yeah, I was like. Did we okay, need that? Does this have anything to do with the story? Is it gonna <laughs> okay. is it gonna turn up later? No, it didn't. Right? And Not really. So who cares? <laughs> it's like you give okay. us the, you give us the cancer thing, which right eventually paid off into a great scene. Sure, sure. And then you get the I think the character's name was Scott, and he was like, uh, mm-hmm. Scott Scott's my Scott son. P- Scott Pilgrim. Philip. Yeah, and I'm just kinda like <laughs> Who the fuck cares? What does this have to right. do with anything? Mm-hmm. So there, there was a couple of moments like that, but I, I think overall, I think this, this having similar tones as uh, await further instructions. I thought this was done a whole lot better and more effective. Yeah, okay. I could, I could see that. I could. Okay, the, the only thing that kind of lost me a little bit was like there toward the end, right? When it did get, see, I liked I, this one. I liked when it stayed inside the house because when they got outside and you got all these other weird characters, like the dude with a big long beard, <laughs> the bald headed guy with a long beard, and you got the villagers, all their eyes are glowing. I guess, I guess they're just trying to show you what that the whole village got taken over by this yeah, possession, basically. Bill basically was like when you get that shot at at the end of await further instructions, when you know it's not just this house, it's the town or the a, a bigger scale right right there's a scene where um she looks through the window and there's just a group of people and they're all their eyes are got that that flicker to it yeah got the cat eyes going hmm. yeah it, it and, was creepy and then yeah. the the final scene of i'm assuming <laughs> this they're going i i don't know i just kind of took it as maybe they're this was a they came from heaven and maybe they're transitioning to to he- heaven, or they came from hell transitioning to heaven. Yeah, the, that the, was kind of the, the light globes were kind of going into the air. Yeah, that was a little cheesy, a little a little hard to huh. tell exactly what that meant, but I guess I could see that, you know. Yeah, it was, it's definitely like- definitely a movie that kind of makes you think and come up with different ideas and scenarios and what was going on. Yeah. Philip, you'll, you'll, you'll want to check it out, man. All right. It's on uh, Tubi. It's on Tubi and several other like, yeah, do not free. watch it on freebie. Freebie. Oh yeah. Is, they play ads like every 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, 
I didn't have too many ads on Tubi. I, I watched the like other one on Tubi, man. I, Tubi's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Tubi's not bad at all, man. They they give yeah. you one or two ads at top sometimes. Yeah, do not it. do not mess with Freebie or what was right. the other one that me and Nez did at thirty well, days? Uh, I mean, Plex. There's, there's a Plex TV. Yeah, Plex is horrible <laughs> with the ads. Mm-hmm. Rife with ads, huh? All right, Lance, what do you think the score on that one is? Man, the, the, I'll give this one a six, man. It's not it's not like a masterpiece or anything okay. like that, but it's definitely more good than bad. And um, that that one scene was just the way Brian described it. Uh, you nailed it, Brian. It, that was that was great, man. They were bringing you down because you just know she's going to say, I've got like two weeks to live or whatever and wanted to get everybody here together. And then she says, I'm proud to say I'm in remission. And then... Everybody's like, ah, and then all of a sudden she hits her. I, I, you get, I, I don't want to, I don't know, Philip, you need to watch the movie. I don't, I don't want to over describe it, but it's like, it starts off with like, nobody can believe what's really happening. And then she just goes nuts. <laughs> well, yeah, I imagine so, if somebody was smashing somebody's head with a hammer in front of me, I'd be like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. Especially after a speech about uh, bombs, cancer yeah. being in remission. Right. So that was well done. I'll, I'll give it six. I'm, I'm sure Brian's going much higher. Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go seven. Okay. And okay. just to further explain how sinister these two were, like they take the the mother after completely obliterating her head. Oh, You don't know where yeah. they take the body. And then right. they tell each family member to go to their rooms. They lock them in the room. They make the mm-hmm. father get in bed. And then you look over. And you see something mm-hmm. under the bed. They put they put him in bed with his headless wife. Oh, <laughs> that's an you kind, you, you kind of see her body outlined under the blanket, but then you kind of see right. like by the pillow, it's just kind of like a wet spot. Oh, well, that's <laughs> nice. That's pretty. <laughs> the story, just tells him, get you need to get some rest. <laughs> sure, I'll just take a nap. <laughs> so, uh. And, and plus, um, the actress, I uh, just said her name. Let me make sure I got it right. Samantha Loxley is the main mm-hmm. possessed one. I thought she did a great job. Yeah, well uh, done. Well, we recommend hosts then. Mm-hmm. And yes, I recommend and host. host. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. And for all, for all you guys, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Hopefully, um, Audacity will cooperate, and you guys won't get those pregnant 30-second silence pauses you got in the last couple of episodes. Apologies for that. but uh, Yeah, we, we promise you we are saying stuff. <laughs> yes, and we'll, um, we'll make it work one way or the other, even if we have to, to get a new software. But, um, yeah, we're almost 400 episodes. We almost got this yes. thing figured out. Almost. Not quite. We're still doing commentaries and totally losing the recordings, but, you know. All in a day's work. Um, it's a hobby. It's not like we're getting it, a ton of money for it. Unless nah, you guys want to become patrons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Feel free to. Speaking of which, uh, Lars said he's going to pick his koozies up tomorrow. So Awesome. Nice. Um, koozies all the way to Denmark, folks. So um, we're serious about this. Um, and we have plenty left. I have a whole garage full here. So we'll have to come up with a contest, Brian. Uh, th- think, think about it, guys. Something we can do that's interactive it gets people involved and we'll send some koozies out there you can find us at thehorrorreturns.com email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com maybe we'll do an email contest 
that we can read on the air. Um, but we'll figure it out. Um, Steve Carlton has a lot of artwork that I need to get uploaded to T Public. I'm going to try to get that done this week. And next week, guys, you get you all guessed it. More Christmas. Um, we're going to cover scent from from S <laughs> I N T, not S C E N T. Scent from 2010. And last year is the mean oh, one featuring friend of the show, Art the Clown himself, David Howard Thornton. So, uh, Brian, till the horror returns again. Good.